Hello and welcome to the 55-1 podcast. My name is Wes Berdine. I am uh, here uh, in the cold basement, even in the summer, with uh, Eric and Rodrigo. How are you guys? Beleza. We're Beleza. alive. Okay. All right. I, I, I think I'm doing slightly better than that, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to carry the show. Man, I, I was inspired, man. I got to hang with the Parkland kids today. They're, they're, yeah, you, they're yeah, beautiful um, people. Emma Gonzalez from, from, uh, from Florida, from Parkland. Yeah. Uh, was in Twin Cities. Weird. Rode the teeter totter with my children. <laughs> that happened. All right. Yeah. Um, it was. It was cool. It was inspiring. They were. They're doing a, a tour, registering young people to vote, and stopped by the park where I work, and it was cool. It was so you, good you're, vibes. You're good inspired. Vibes. Rodrigo's alive. Uh, <laughs> I have a pulse, people. I I'm do. doing. I'm doing just fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, so we are going to talk about the World Cup, and then uh, later on we've got uh, a Minnesota United segment as well that will be recorded because you were running late, Rodrigo. So, so there will be a, a portion How where Rodrigo you. just disappears. Uh, and <laughs> but um, <laughs> let's. Why don't we just? Uh, why don't we start? Because World Cup has been uh, again crazy. Bananas. Crazy. Are we still on the bananas. last week? We we were like. Excited about it, so yeah, still, still excited. Own goals, <laughs> VAR, yeah. late goals. What else am I forgetting? Keeper errors. It, it's amazing. I mean, it's still surprising despite the fact that there's so few uh, goals from the run of open play. Right. right. Um, I mean, but I think what's made up for it is the fact that there's been so many late it's, it's goals. Batshit. You know, just like <laughs> yeah, like everything's been so tight. Other than like. Four blowouts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, most games have been tight, uh, and so it's crazy how very like entertaining. there's teams that are not in they're they're not they're, they're not making it out of the group by one point. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah, so, no so, late so goals. I, last podcast we did about this, we talked about how many late goals, and now it's yeah. just yeah. So I mean, we'll talk about those specifically. We'll we'll go through like group by group. Uh, group A, I just don't care about. So. Uh, Take that. Congratulations, Pablo. Uruguay. Uruguay gets through, and they will play Portugal in the next round. Uh, Russia gets through, uh, and they will play Spain in the next round. Uh, Spain going to put up at least six. Yeah. At least. I wonder how many Uruguayan kids will be conceived and named Celeste for this round of the World Cup, right? I mean, man, he called this one a long time ago. He wanted to to send uh, Ronaldo packing, so we'll, we'll see what happens. So... Um, Group B, though uh, the the second half of those matchups, uh, that was the that was the crazy stuff. It produced, you know, still I think my favorite game of the match, the Portugal Spain game. Yeah, uh, that was frenetic. And then today, and we're recording on a Monday, today Spain was... two, Morocco two, Portugal one, Iran one. Unbelievable. Uh, I was only watching the Portugal Iran game. Uh, they were playing simultaneously. Yeah. yeah so. Do, were you watching? Uh, we were uh, switching back and forth. Were, I had two screens at the same time. I was full ADD. <laughs> I tried to, but I, I couldn't get logged on uh, on on both computers. And so, um, uh, let's start with the Portugal game because I watched that, so I care more about it. Sure. Um, this one basically came down to like the other one, VAR. But the first goal comes from Charisma, uh, who gets his first World Cup start. And scores a trivela. Beautiful. Yeah. Is that what you call that? Yeah. yeah. What does that mean in, in Portuguese? It's like a third toe or something like yeah, that? Yeah, because you because you kick it with the... The outside of your boot. Outs- I'm doing it with my hand, but yeah. I can't even explain it. It's, it's like one of these things. Yeah, great. That's perfect radio stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Perfect. One of these things. Uh, That's why yeah, I'm on two radio shows, guys. Yeah, so, I mean, it's outside the box, outside of the boot, to the far post. It is 
gorgeous goal. Yeah, um, it, one of the top three uh, of the of the tournament it's so good far. Good for the Portuguese yakuza. It felt and, good for him. And that was like right before the half, uh, right after the commentators said, you know, Ricardo, uh, um, Carlos Queros, uh, the the Portuguese coach, who's the coach of Iran, uh, is, is going to be really happy to go into the half zero zero, and then right away, yeah. Um, and then right away in the second half, Cristiano Ronaldo goes down, and it's a PK uh, decided by VAR. And Ronaldo on this one just uh, he just puts it just to the right of the keeper, but it's just it's easily saved, you know. And I got kind of I I remember seeing like some stats that we were putting right before he kicked the kicked I might have been it. I might have been they were saying it's like these are these are the spots where uh, where Ronaldo misses when he misses this is where he misses and then low and <laughs> low and away yeah. it was like it was like oh well there you go I was like all right you know and I think. I think it was. I don't know. I think that game was just a lot of fun. I mean, the the Portuguese uh, defense seems to me at least slow. You know? I, I think and I did so, miss this. I think it was still, I was still outside hanging with the at the park. When what I also missed. Somebody mentioned that the the Iranian coach was also the former Portuguese coach, Portuguese. Yeah, he he got booted at some point. Well, he got booted and then he came back. Okay. And then, like, the ref kept yelling at him to stay inside his technical area. And then the Portuguese players were yelling at him to stay inside. It was very <laughs> weird. The whole game I missed that. was very weird. And the ref seemed way out of his league. Okay. Uh, you know, um, later on, then uh, Cristiano kind of, you know, he hits the guy in the face. It's not really hard, but as we'll talk about with the Miguel uh, thing, right. if you hit someone in the head, you they can call a red on you. And they should have called a red on him. Uh, and even with VAR, still didn't get it right. So yeah, the best tweet I saw about this was was basically that that you know the ref kind of was sitting there in the box. It took him so long because he was just like deciding, is it worth like my career going? Yeah, is it worth like <laughs> going into you know changing my name and moving my family to some strange country? Or more like, like how much do I trust the Russian security? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And then uh, VAR comes back later yeah. when uh, in the first minute of stoppage time. Uh, Iran gets a PK for a handball, which again was, yeah, it was yeah. But um, and and they score. They could have scored just a few minutes before that, oh, barely missed. And then in the dying seconds, oh, so just, close, just just wide, yeah. Uh, hits, yeah, hits the side netting on like a one v one break, and oh my lord, to send Portugal packing, that would have been so. Here's my thought. Ooh. From the Euros, too, this is a, a familiar story about Portugal, where Portugal are not that good, but they do get results. They grind. They I mean, grind, they, and yeah. they've not been impressive. You know, the, the, the Spain match was Ronaldo taking the game. Yep. Uh, the other two matches were, were not impressive. The, the Morocco 1-0, and, and then this 1-1. So, but... As we found out, that doesn't mean much for, for they could totally grind out Uruguay. Yep, um, and that will be just the the match for villain. Like, <laughs> would, who do you cheer for in that? Right, match? right. Re- just meteor. Release the Suarez. Release yeah. the Suarez, and yeah. then and then which like, one? Which Suarez one? Suarez biting Cristiano Ronaldo would would make this World Cup pretty killer. Which scenario? We need to come up with a scenario when that actually happens. I mean, yeah. like, Hopefully, what? it's in the script. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, are are you convinced by Portugal or no? Okay, yeah. no, I think Portugal has its bright moments, uh, but I also feel that the defense is slow. Yeah, and so and, and I think 
Uh, I don't. I don't know what the age of, of other defenders are, but it feels like some of them it's are average of forty eight. Yeah. Um. I mean, so Suarez could could knock down the doors and just run in behind and. Well, I, I think I think I think he can do. I mean, didn't, I mean the same way with, with with the way that they were working against Russia. I mean Uruguay. I mean, you know, I don't know if anyone saw that. Well, we'll talk. We can talk about that later. But um, on Luis Suarez's corner, uh, his goal, like his free kick goal. Like the Russian player literally tackled Cavani and just pushed him out of the way, and then that's how the goal got in because he just moved and just made that opening, and mm. there's an opening, and the ball just goes right in. It's really funny. We said no Group A talk here. Hey, how dare you? Um, Second time. So, so take me through through the Spain Morocco game because this this oh, also yeah. had its own. The, I was uh, that was exciting too. Just just knowing that as as fun as Morocco has been in the tournament, having not been able to score, but, you know, putting up such good fights and having some really good attacking moments. Um, they got one finally, and it was early. Like you got here the 14th. Um, it was just a total ugly mess up between it. It wasn't just Iniesta. It was, um, Ramos. Ramos was guilty too. They, they were both. They, they weren't communicating. They weren't who was, communicating. Who was going to get the and ball? And the ball just kind of stops. Have we seen that before? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And the ball just kind of stops, and uh, Boutaib, I'm guessing yeah, you pronounce it. Just is like, are you fucking kidding me? Thank you. It's not my birthday. Yeah, yeah. And he just and he makes <laughs> he a run off. in, and and yeah, and it's a great finish as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's 14 that's, minutes, that's and, and suddenly, was... uh, suddenly, Spain are down to Morocco. It was a great. Team, that, team that's out of the World Cup already. Yep, so. yep. Um, then, shortly thereafter, Iniesta yeah. comes back, um, redeems himself a bit. Redeems himself. He's just, he's causing trouble in the box like yeah. he normally does, and just a beautiful little yeah that, that back was, pass to East like there was, and just like there was again, no space for him to it. make it because I thought he was just going to try to either shoot it so it go out of bounds or whatnot but he just used was that his third toe maybe like his sure. outside of his foot like the peak and just it tabbed it, it. yeah <laughs> right into it and it just and it was just you know watching that i mean it's it's it's, it's been fun watching iniesta play and and, and be able to create those opportunities specifically from a defensive point of view because he can't he, he's he, he brought they brought the ball up and he was still making play but then he still made that run yep that that got him to get into that open space to be able to do that. Yeah, so. he's he's pretty magical when it comes to finding space like that. I mean, that's that's kind of viejos no son los trapos, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Tour, go ahead. Yeah, and then and so the the game kind of uh, was was cagey. Uh, Spain had a number of chances with great saves, uh, um, and then it wasn't until later on with uh, in the eighty first minute yep. that uh, that Yusef El Naziri um, scored on he a header out. from a corner right from yep. a, yeah blast i mean and then you then nice you're thinking header. holy crap like this could because if iran can get a result then uh spain, spain are out um the, iran would have had to actually win to to push them out Correct. but um but what happens well to, in the this, in the fi- at the same time this as is the, the greatest as, thing as i mean this the, this is the epitome of this world cup to, yeah. to whatever the probability is double Somebody, var where's uh our stats guy he can work that out yeah double var on t- my two screens at the exact same time however far those two cities are away from russia it just it's perfect i mean that's 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 this world cup um and so the one var we already talked about which which gives iran their PK. And what happened was um, Aspa, actually, the, the the act happens. Like, he scores. Oh, my God, the goal is so beautiful, too. You guys got to go back, and if, if you missed it, you got to watch it because it's this no-look back heel flick that's just 
Mmm, delicia. It's beautiful. Um, but the question was, was he offside, I think? Yeah. And, and so that's what they were checking. And as, as the ball goes in for Iran, they're like, oh, yeah, he's fine. It's a goal. Yeah. So... And uh, and then after the game, uh, the Morocco player in front of the camera does the VAR box symbol and yeah, just says bullshit. bullshit. It's awesome. <laughs> that was, that was pretty awesome. Uh, so anyway, uh, Portugal and Spain advance Spain uh, on top of the group. And so they get the far easier uh, uh, matchup with um, Russia. Uh, Russia. And then after that, you know, I, I basically started to look at what, what it looks like. I think we all had that in our... It, uh, no, I, I thought, uh, I I thought I Egypt. Egypt going through. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And then, um, uh, I, I, you know, it's likely going to be, we'll talk about this, but Croatia and Denmark over on that side, which means uh, Spain have a pretty good path uh, to, to, the, to the kind of semifinal there. Mm. Um, and then on the other side, uh, Portugal, Uruguay, that's, for some reason, I think it's going to be a blood are get through. It's going to be a blood And then... Bath. France uh, are, are likely to, to top that group, but let, let's kind of uh, let's up. move to to a couple of those. Um, yeah. I, I missed the uh, the second games of Denmark, Australia, and then France and Peru. I was I was traveling home from Texas, uh, but Peru are out. I'm sorry, Rodrigo. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Silence. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. I'm not crying. All right. You are. So, You're crying. Yeah. I'm not crying. <laughs> so, uh, what, what France, you know, France won, Peru, nothing. Uh, do you, do you take any joy from this or any hope or, or anything? Is there any, we still got to play Australia. I mean, what, what, we still get one more game. So yeah, okay. I, I'm looking forward to that last game. <laughs> I think Australia, I think for me, I think it, it's, it, it's a, it's a time for, uh, well, for Fon's out cause he's got, uh, concussion so he's out um so i mean i'd I'd like to see rui diaz i'd like to see the younger guys that came in to just come and play this this last game and 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 figure that out i think i think it's it's been disappointing but at the same time you know it's not like we we, we're getting blown out right and getting embarrassed we're not we're not we're not the Concacaf, you know that's getting Killed yes. and so it's it's it so that, that it's it they're all been close games, I think we had France at a couple of times but just that counter attack and if and and our defense just didn't wasn't was there at the right time and time is one nothing so what's kind of interesting here um, outside of Peru if if France turn it on and just annihilate Denmark and Australia no sorry man but if Australia pull off the win Australia could advance yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, I think it's not going to happen. Pretty an unlikely scenario. I mean, <laughs> sorry, brother. I think Denmark are not a team that that Denmark might not win this, but th- th- they'll, they'll play good they'll, defense. They yeah, always play good. They'll defense. at least be in, in in the game with them. Um, so you know, as we said, it's likely going to be France on top and Denmark going ahead. Right. Uh, and then they will meet uh, um, uh, the the kind of. Uh, number one and number two from Group D: uh, Nigeria, Iceland, Croatia, Argentina. It looks like Croatia is running away with this after beating Argentina three uh, nothing. I caught the second goal in the airport. Uh, you know, after I landed, I kind of stopped, and everyone was around a couple TVs. Um, uh, you know, Luka Modric is a 
damned good central midfielder. Mm -hmm. Their entire uh, midfield is yeah. spectacular. And that was pretty much the key to this match. They, it wasn't just containing Messi. It was containing the entire midfield. The Argentine yeah. midfield could do nothing. And I, and I said I said Spain have an easy path. I don't think that that's really true. They just don't have any traditional giants that they might meet. Uh, right, in, but but Spain also time. hasn't been as consistent as, yeah. as, as powerful as this, as this team know, is so. scary. Yeah. Like this, this is. I think I put these guys over Spain. Yeah. No. Like, no. And that's, that's what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm getting yeah. at. And I think yeah. Spain's not a sure shot at anything no. right now. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think, think a sure shot over Russia. I think. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. if Uruguay can beat Russia, then I'm pretty sure Spain can do something. Yeah. Oh God. And um, Caballero's going to have to move in with Snowden. There's no way he can go back to Argentina. He's not yeah. starting Caballero. Um, well, I just don't get no, no, no Pavon, no, no. I, I just, I just don't understand. Sampaoli probably too. I actually tweeted at Snowden. I'm like, do you have room for 23 Argentines now? Because I think might be crashing. There's no one. Yeah, if whatever the result is, I, there's asylum being seek somewhere. We don't want uh, 94 Colombian team yeah, uh, yeah. reparations that, for this stuff. That so, happened. Yeah. That um, happened. Uh, Nigeria also had a really great game against Iceland. Totally different team. Um, My goodness. I, I, Much better second game than first game. I have a, a feeling that Argentina can still uh, beat Nigeria. Nigeria know, still man. look like a young team who can pull out some magic, but don't don't quite have it all together. But um, but we we all think. I mean, we know that Croatia are going to top this group and go on. Correct. Um, that's going to be a fun match, though. I think I think Nigeria is going to play them hard. Yeah, so. Nigeria versus Argentina is is going to be probably one of the best best games going forward to before yep. the end of the group stage. Um, uh, I, I should say the that France, whoever they play, that's uh, this coming Saturday, and so I've been uh, opening up the townhouse bar, um, townhouse, which is going to. Are you like my hype man? <laughs> Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> I'm going to be opening up the townhouse bar at nine this uh, coming Saturday um, for for the kind of France, I assume, for that uh, round of 16 match. Uh, so come out. It's been great having, uh, you know, there's been a bunch of people coming out for both of the games last week, and uh, I've had fun. Will you have croissants? Uh, no. Baguettes? But you can bring a croissant if you'd like. And then I will just I'll make coffee. I bet he has some cognac and have, and I will have cognac See? and uh, and beer. <laughs> so I could stop over by Chung Nam and just bring some of those tiny French. That's oh, actually, you know what? Maybe I'll just do that. I'll go get a, a couple dozen and just yeah, they're so good. So okay, so anyway, this yeah. this coming Saturday, you can watch that. It'll likely be what France versus the number two team in this group. What time? So, Nine a.m. France versus maybe Argentina or Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. At Townhouse Bar. Townhouse, 9 a.m. <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs> 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 That's all we were all missing. Right. All right. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's actually take a break so we can we can take a pause and we'll come back with the second half of of the group stage. Here we are back on the fifty five one podcast. It is Group E time. Mm. Uh, this was this produced probably uh, 
one of the top five, one of the top three uh, games uh, uh, of the tournament so far, which is Serbia one, uh, Switzerland two. Um, again, a late winner, but this game was just so crazy, back and forth, just nonstop. Um, uh, and you know, it, it starts early when Mitrovic scores off a cross in the fifth minute, and then. You know, it looked like Serbia were going to win five yeah. nothing. It did. It looked like a rout. Um, but Switzerland somehow kept, you know, kept their their cool. By twenty minutes, they started to recover, and um, Switzerland kept their cool. Yeah, Switzerland kept their cool, and uh, and then in the second half, um, Shaka Shaka Khan scores just a, <laughs> just like an absolute thunder. You couldn't resist, could you? Right? No, I can't. Shaka Khan. Uh, and out came the first eagle. Yeah, yeah. Then they soared the eagle, eagle Albanian eagle, Kosovar, which, which, uh, which then, yeah, then he he later would get fined for. Um, but that was, I mean, yeah, it, it's a World Cup, so it's just great goals. But I just feel like sometimes you we we take for granted the fact that we've in a couple of days seen. Just un- unreal, unreal goals. goals. Been, yeah. right. Like I, I, we're spoiled with all this, yeah, all these yeah. goals and all these games. I was thinking back to like 1990. I'm like, yeah. I can't. I don't think I've seen this many entertaining goals in a group and we, stage. We've said how how few open open run uh, goals from the yeah. run of open play um, we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they happen, oh, they are. Uh, you know, amazing. we've got Coutinho's yep. uh, from outside the. Oh, jeez. Yep. Um, and so, and then. Uh, both teams still looked like they were they were going for the win, which um, maybe they didn't need to. I, I, I don't know. Um, and, and you know, Shakiri uh, gets a kind of goes and bench presses a car break. Oh yeah, comes man. back the, in incredible Hulk um, or thing. I can't tell which one he is. A couple Roy but, shots. Yeah, come at he, me. He scores on the break, uh, just a fantastic goal. Pulls out the Albanian eagle again, yep, number two, and hashtag uh, keep politics out of sports. Yeah, yeah stick to sprouts. <laughs> uh, and then, um, and that's the game. I mean, it's just could have been like seventeen to eighteen, but it was two uh, one Switzerland. Um, Serbia are still really damn good, and I think there's still a world where Brazil don't get out of this. And I, I hope that's not the the real world. I'm I'm a little I'm a little concerned. I, they, I mean, they have to they have to pay attention. They can't take their foot off the gas, kind of like they did with Switzerland. And and the main thing with what happened in that match too is Switzerland contained Casemiro and like shut down all his defensive play in the midfield. So I mean, if I'm the Serbia coach, I'm like find find the guy that says Casemiro and don't let him do anything. <laughs> And then and then and then just poke Neymar. Yeah, pretty much breathe, breathe poke on Neymar. Him. Well, just keep poking him so Ser- until the bear comes out and he punches somebody and it's yeah. a red card. And yeah. Serbia needs to, you know, Serbia will play Brazil on uh, this Wednesday, Wednesday, and that's yeah. gonna that again, it's gonna be a, a great game yeah. because Serbia are really good. No, um, it's, it's not gonna and, be easy. And so, you know, Serbia need to win this. Brazil can get through with a draw. Um, so. Yeah, let's now let's talk about the other awesome group with the other awesome game. Uh, th- this one I I, I opened up the uh, townhouse last week for uh, Mexico versus South Korea, which was a decent game, not an awesome game. Uh, but then Germany two, Sweden one. I, I stuck around and a bunch of people came out for it. Um, I, I mean, 
this game, I said the other game could have been 17, 18. I, I, I swear to God, I thought this game could have been 17 to 8. I mean, <laughs> uh, Germany, this is the most frenetic match I've ever watched in my life. Just how many chances and how, how, how Sweden was just holding on and... They scored early. They scored first with uh, Toivinen scores in the 32nd minute uh, by popping it over Manuel Neuer. Yeah. And um, and they should have had a PK as well in the first half. And got so Clarkson down for that cross. I mean, that, that were the little, the lob that he sends him was oh, yeah. so nice. I mean, it's, it's just interesting how many teams are generating opportunities and just can't finish or find a way to finish in this World Cup inside the box. Like, I think it's it's just it's just, it's just really interesting. Teams that you expect them to be able to do that, and they're just not doing that. So, But, but they, I, I mean, there were three, three or four Germany chances that were remarkably well put together. The pass, it, it wasn't a matter of not being quality enough in the box, because the two, three passes inside the box that got them there, and then the shot, and then it's just a great save. And so yeah. I, sometimes I don't, I, you know, there's been some uh, kind of great defending and also lack of quality at times, but this game I didn't think lacked any quality from either team. Uh, we were watching at uh, Nuevo Mariachi, which is a, a cool little bar off of Nicolet and 28th. Obviously, pretty biased for the previous game but what i thought was really cool was because it's still their group and they want to see how things are going to play out like pretty much all the mexican fans that were there stuck around and were were really engaged who were they cheering for um i'm not sure but i mean they, they they were just i think they wanted germany to lose but i no, you know I'm, I'm not even sure they were just really actually if i was a really mexican fan it. i'd want germany to win because i wouldn't want another team I would I would want to. Uh, to you want to open only, it up to be no because they had such a great win uh, over them. I would it, want to honestly. To, honestly, to it was hard to tell. It was, it was they're just, good and not Germany. Because psychological yeah. advantage. It was back and forth. Yeah. I mean, when, I remember when Sweden scored, everybody was really excited, and then Germany brought yeah. it back. And so I mean, I, they were just engaged. Yeah. So, so Germany brings it back in the second half when Marco Royce gets a little bit of garbage goal. Um, talking about quality in front of goal, it's, it's a goal, but it was definitely not as uh, uh, as, as beautiful as some of the other shots. And then the the game just seemed to be uh, fizzling out, you know. Uh, just Germany kept we're huffing and puffing, and then it's not until oh, don't forget the Botang gets sent by right. By. Yes, yes, eighty second. Uh, Botang, you know, should have had you know his seventh yellow card or something. Yeah, but yeah, he he gets shown second yellow. Um, so like for the last 10, 15 minutes, Germany are yeah. down. They're down. Don't look like they're down at all, and keep no. on going. And, uh, you know, it's a free kick outside the box uh, on the side. It's not a great spot to shoot from, but, uh, but set up, Tony uh, Cruz does, yeah. you know, does the, the uh, setup was beautiful. The, the beautiful little, little pass over to Marco Royce, who just stops the ball and then Tony Cruz, uh, shoots. And I mean, it's one of those, I, I mean, no one watched saw that goal and didn't stand up. Yeah, right? I, mean, I will say the 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 multiple reactions to the bar was a no mames when that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, yep, that's the correct response. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was uh so th- this was the point of the the townhouse when kind of the uh some of the regulars were kind of shuffling in, you know, it's about three o'clock and so just like regulars like, oh the game's on and then, you know, there's probably like thirty people who are who are watching the game and then 
five or six take us to the reaction of that girl at the townhouse i mean i just i i don't know how other people responded to me doing this but i jumped up and was said every type of obscenity because i mean (laughs) it's just like yeah it's great it still gives me goosebumps just a fantastic way to end it i mean really unfortunate for sweden but you have to you have to admit, like Germany deserved to win. Those are those are the those are the plays that you appreciate. You yeah. know, just, just as a fan, how how that because the setup of that one was just like you know, I'm gonna just I don't know. It's like it's like it's like you know like a field goal, right? The field goal holder, right? And then there's the kicker. Yeah. He's like, I'm yeah. just gonna hold it in place. Yeah, and wanna just let you boot it. And it's like, and then like, no one no one saw that coming. And I wonder how many times they practiced that. They yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah, and that's something that you know. Who knows? We might we might be seeing some of that in youth games coming down yeah. the line. Um, and so you know, and then Mexico, South Korea was. Uh, I, I mentioned was not. I, I don't really have anything to say about second it. Second goal you... was cool. That's the one we actually saw because we were actually broadcasting live through the first half. Oh yeah, and so Chicharito goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved. Uh, um, Sonny's goal. Um, yeah, towards the in, end, right? Right, in stoppage time, but the, it was it was kind of too late. That guy, you know, like Messi, was just trying to carry his team. Yeah. And just, yep. you know, there's only so far one one really talented player can carry them. Right. We it, were in Duluth in the middle of a game, streaming. You had your, your players out there and you had your phone. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty much, you know. Yeah. My wife was like, yeah, Nubia was like, I don't care about... Overage fees. I'm streaming this game from Duluth, <laughs> from the Duluth East High School. That's where yeah. our game was at. I mean, like everybody was like watching. While I was, we were all watching the kid at the same time. We we're like, and it was just one of those, one of those things. It was just you know, cheered every goal, and 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 it was fun to be able to, to be able to share that, at least in Duluth. And yeah, thank God for modern technology. That's right. Uh, so group group G. Um, well, actually, we should say that kind of Mexico, Sweden, Germany, South Korea. Uh, we all kind of think now Germany will get the result against South Korea, and Mexico will do something against Sweden, and 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 we'll see a Mexico on top of the group and Germany second. Is that, I hope so. Is that I, how we're assuming this is? I hope so. I I mean, I hope they don't break down mentally, and Sweden's not going to be a walk in the park. I mean, we we saw how well they defended against Germany. So I mean, yeah, I mean Germany. I mean, I mean Sweden is a defensive team. Like right. they stay in their shape and they and, and they'll they, just look for that one break. They, yep, they look for that break and tactically try to do that. So can that frustrate Mexico? Of course. Yeah. Right? Can the, can they prepare for it? The, there's this, who knows a so. scenario where one corner of the bracket of the round of sixteen becomes Brazil, Germany. England or Belgium, and then, you know, and so you could have, you know, a, a yeah. quarterfinal of, uh, or round of 16 of Brazil, Germany, and then a quarterfinal of the winner of that versus England or Belgium. Uh, so that that could, and then the other corner would then get pretty, you know, you could see Mexico versus Switzerland versus, and then Senegal versus Belgium. Oh, Senegal. You could get it. Could get pretty interesting there, where you don't have a, a superpower in a in a corner of the bracket. Um, so let's talk about that that last uh, last two groups. 
Um, I didn't watch the blowout of Belgium versus Tunisia and England, Panama. Uh, Harry it, it, Kane gets the most garbage of all hat tricks. <laughs> he scores a goal and he doesn't even notice. That's how that's that's how good I, Harry. I think Kane. it was just one of those like, I can do I can do it better than you, and it was just a just one uh, one. He had one, no idea the ball, ball was. He, yeah, he just, it was, he it was just funny. Felt like, something off the Belgium back puts up five, it right? It, yeah. it could easily have been eight. Yeah. Uh, um, and then England just, you know, is, is routes. The Lingard, up. But the, the best Lingard part, though, goal was yeah, badass, yeah. though. That was, that was tight. But the, uh, the way Panama, I mean, Panama's goal was, was, a, was yeah. a decent goal. And I just love seeing how they celebrated that oh, long goal. They won, the, they won the whole tournament. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I was yeah. like, yeah, that's awesome. It's the first goal score for Panama in the World Cup. So yeah. congratulations to them. Hopefully yeah. we'll... We'll see them in twenty twenty six. I gotta tell you this joke. One of my buddies from Rio, <laughs> he put put this out, and then he says, he says it had to end six one because all of the uh, the copyrights of seven one are owned by Brazil. Ouch. I didn't see Group G as being one of the closer or one of the more blowout groups. You know where, um, you know uh, England Pan- and Belgium are are through. Uh, you know. So good, good for them. I, I wish, I guess, Panama. I thought Tunisia were going to put up a lot. Do, do, do more, you see them going for? It? Are they just going to like go B squad and like chill everybody out? Who like England, who? England, England, Belgium. Well, so the tough part is um, th- neither of them knows if they want to top the group or not. I guess um, because it, you but know, neither of them really been tested though, and that's what I'm curious about. Is I'd love to see them go at it, but you at know, the same I guess time, I'm like they will know the results of the the other group by the time they play. Yeah. So. You know they will they will know if there's a chance that they would then go up against Serbia rather than Brazil. Yeah, they will they will go for it. Um, but you could see where if Brazil doesn't top that group, uh, messes no, everything. Everyone, up. no one wants to 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 get that. But I don't know if you had had seen this article, but um, or heard about this, but because Belgium and England are uh, tied on goal differential points. Goal scored, etc. Like, the the, the tiebreaker is yeah. going. No, the, the the if they draw, mm-hmm. the head to head will be even. So then the tiebreaker will be fair play. Cards, right? Who has yeah. who has fewer cards? I don't think has it ever gone to that. I don't think it's ever I, gone. I to that. And then after that, it would paper be, rocks. Is it yeah, would, yeah. No, after that, it would be drawing lots. And so wow. <laughs> let's hope it go that way. Let's go can, that way. Can you I love just? It. Pray with me right now. Just, just let's, let's all hold hands. Yep, there we let's go. Let's all hands over. Can you oh, imagine what would happen in England if England lost on lots? That is the, like, that would give me... It's the most English thing ever. I think Ben wouldn't show up for work for no. a couple of weeks. Much joy. I, I, I dream about that kind of, that much pain. Oh man, great! I, I, England and England does not deserve that much pain. Some of their fans definitely deserve that pain, but um, but this that's such a it's a, I mean it's a good squad. I mean like from the beginning, like I was like those are one of the teams that I want to watch. That but again, surprise me. Not yeah. tested. Yeah, well, neither has been Belgium. Until this right? coming match, if they go for it, yeah. 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 Brazil hasn't really been tested that much either. So. Well, they shouldn't have been, but they have been. <laughs> oh, the Brazil is in a way tougher group. Yeah, that's true. But um, let, let's Switch do the, the the last group here, Group H. Uh, we had the Japan Senegal two uh, two draw, which oh, was yeah what a, a blast. Um, and then you had I didn't watch the the Poland. Uh, uh, zero. I was at the bar. Minutes. I watched it. It was great. Uh, I so the first half. Man, I think I fell asleep in the first half. <laughs> I think I really did. 
Second half was great, though. They turned it on in the second half. Must not be Colombian then, right? No, no. I, I actually, you know what? I got to tweet at Christian Ramirez's uh, aunt and see how she's doing with the, the Columbia. You should. Match. Response now. Yeah. Um, the one oh. thing I do remember is the, I, I even put it in here in the notes, is the, in the, in the opening five minutes, just that nasty ass Lewandowski where he stomps onto the dude's hand. Oh, yeah. And there was oh, some yeah, other yeah, like yeah, scratching yeah. and pulling. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just grime from like the first minutes. I mean, five the Colombian goalie like, just got beat up so much. It was just. There was, there was dirty yeah. stuff happening like right away. But I think that was, that was a game where like they understood that they needed to attack the right side of the defense and then just kept, just kept feel, uh, feeding uh, Cuadrado the ball. Yeah. And like every, it was funny because every time like we would do that, they, they would Cuadrado would get the ball. Like um, my kids would scream out, "Square, square, square!" You know, because that's the translation of Cuadrado. Falcao gets square. his goal too. Falcao, yeah, <laughs> Falcao gets his goal. That was that was good, and that was a beautiful strike. So the the previous match uh, against Japan, there was not much you could take from it because of the the red card. Um, right. Were you convinced by by this Colombia? Like, are they? Are, they're not the same as the, the four years ago when they. No, they're. The I, I think they're 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 a better team. They have Falcao in it. I think Cuadrado makes 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 a difference. Cuadrado looked really good actually. So I think I think I think it 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 seems to be that that's the way it's going to be work. Like yeah. whatever wherever wherever side Cuadrado's in is the is the side yeah. that they're going to try to attack the most because he's one that he's the playmaker. So I, I know there there tends to be a kind of always reacting to the reactions thing, but what's been interesting for me is there's a few teams where um, you see them kind of written off early like Colombia. I, I was reading and, and, and then listening to podcasts and, and Colombia seemed to be written off where it's like they got a th- third-minute red card. Like, of course they're not going to win. Or, yeah. or people talking about how impressive England have been. But it's like... Um, Super weak group. Yeah, super oh, weak. Or, or how how uh, impressive Uruguay's win over Russia was today. And oh, they you know they got all night. They won all three uh, games for the first time. And it's yeah, they, but they, I mean, they played Egypt they and Saudi Arabia. I mean, Russia, <laughs> Russia, Russia, Russia being being brought down from the from yeah, the I high mean, pedestal that they, that they were put on when they were you know when they beat right Saudi yeah. Arabia five nothing. Yeah. So it's like so 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 yeah. I mean, I think I think I think Colombia like. Credit was given to them for sticking it out as yeah. long as they did against Japan, um, uh, specifically because they tied it up and then you know they lost it. But at the same time, I think, I think, I think you, you could totally see that Col- that Colombia was was out there making plays. They had that uh, you know that that the, the Bonito. They were just they were making really nice, smart plays and through balls, and they wanted it more. Like you could totally that tell that they wanted to, they wanted to score. I mean, James. You know, was was being verbal. He was, you know, even when he took a elbow and a boot to the, uh, the chest. Well, you know, he was in like he was he was involved, and he created opportunities. Yeah, he created lots of opportunities. So I think if, if this is the team that shows up next, if this is the team of determination that they're going to take from now on, this is the team that shows up. Yeah, they 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 could totally upset a lot of people. And they if they come up against England or Belgium, you think that that this team can they'll can make stand they'll up. make a battle out of it yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's going to be really the Colombia Senegal match. That right there is going to be that's right. going to be fun. that's going to be a party. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be yeah. Oof. That's coming up on and Thursday. plus the blue jersey, the yeah. blue jersey. The, oh, oh, I like that the blue like jersey with the red. Yeah, that was that was that's a nice jersey. Oh, speaking of jerseys, if we're going down the fashion route, Nigeria? Croatia's black. Oh, I want that jersey. <laughs> Lean the Uh So, 
uh, we're we're gonna take a break in in a second, but I want to ask: Do you have any final final moments of things you're looking forward to, or things from this last uh, last week of matches? Looking forward to Peru scoring their first World World Cup goal in 36 years. There you go. Okay. I I just I want Brazil to get by. I I hope 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 that it goes well and that they don't. I think they need to rest Neymar. Just. I, I would actually love that. To be frank, he probably should have been at for least me, yellow for, carded, if not red carded. Yeah, because for, 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 Firmino came oh, in so like, so like what, 10 minutes? And after being in place yeah. at the second goal, cool, I right? It's I, like, I was like, there's no need. There's no need. You know, I mean, there's no need to play. Sponsorships, all the capital. Yeah, I mean, the they, they, they have enough. The and then on him. And William didn't even play. It's so very it similar. You know what it reminds me of? In 98 with Ronaldo. Right. When Ronaldo, especially in the final, but even throughout some of the, the not the group, but in the knockouts. But I mean, he was puking like two hours before he went on the pitch. Right. He's I remember like, they had to like the story of the yes, IV and everything. Exactly. And, and he's like, okay, I'm not going to say I'm not going to play, but just, you know, put me in as a sub. And Nike like kicked out everybody from the team. I was like, you're fucking playing, buddy. We got gazillions of dollars all over your body right now. It's like, you are starting and you are playing. So Beautiful. The beautiful game. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back and Rodrigo will suddenly disappear and, uh, and we'll talk about Minnesota United. Poof. <laughs> So back on the fifty five one podcast, uh, this is just the uh, Wes and Eric segment where we are going to talk about Minnesota United as it should be. Yeah, just Rodrigo has nothing to add on Minnesota United stuff. <laughs> so um, let's let we had two games this week. Uh, I was in Houston. I was one of, uh, one of like twelve people at the Houston match uh, for the Open Cup game. Uh, did you did you watch this at all? I saw a bit of it, and okay. yeah, it was empty, for sure. Yeah, empty. I mean, it was... So, basically, all the tickets were general admission. So, we just picked our own seats. Even though, because we bought them through the dark clouds, they charged us 30 rather than 20. Oh, I saw you post so, something yeah, about that. So, thank you for doing that, Houston. Classy. Um, so, but it was great, because we just kind of picked our seats, uh, kind of the just front row of the upper deck, almost halfway, and, uh, and it was, like, rainy. Um, so, but... We had fun, you know. Cool. Um, the game was like Minnesota had possession for, you know, had the best spells of possession, had chances, uh, couldn't do much with it. Um, Darwin Quintero did not look interested in this game. It was mm. just kind of like jogging, jogging, jogging. Um, but really, the, just the game turned on two moments. The one was a corner kick uh, run to the near post. Uh, where Houston scored. That and was then, right after half, right? Yeah. Like and then, beginning of the second half. And then uh, late on in the game, uh, Miguel, there was what I thought was a clear penalty shot that didn't get called. And then Miguel uh, gets pushed in the box and um, oh, there's a penalty. So I kind of ran down behind the goal. Mm. Um, and I just did the jog, like the running, <laughs> pumping my arms motion. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then there was, I found another, uh, a guy named, uh, Nico who was behind the goal, who's had a Minnesota Jersey on oh, and he was go. down there in business. And then, uh, Darwin Quintero puts it against the post. Oh, right. Did see that. The free mm-hmm. kick. Uh, no, PK. 
Was it a PK? Yeah. Uh, it was a P- P- Oh, that's right, because we joked around on the other show that yeah. it was the it was the messy curse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, or some curse. Uh, and then the, the game just fizzled out, rain. Uh, it was... I don't know. I had fun because I was there just with my family. But my, it, my timelines are all crisscrossed and messed up. Well, there's up been like 80 games. I know. Week, well, so. I mean, between shows, too. It's like a... It's like the X-Men movie timelines. It's yeah, all, yeah. all over the place. So, uh, so I don't want to belabor that one. It would have been nice to move on and then lose to sporting in the next round. But um, yeah, whatever. I, I, tradition. I do think the team did go for it with their lineup. Uh, well, basically only missing Ibsen other than the, the 30 others who are just missing from injury. Right. Uh, but let's then let's just move to Colorado 3, Minnesota United 2, uh, Oof. I, I don't know what what Ouch. is there to, to say about this game. <sighs> painful, man, just painful. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I mean, the the game started well. Yeah, when, it started uh, really well. You know, Quintero. It was it was two two goals from uh, basically Miguel, but Quintero actually Quintero and Miguel. Um, Quintero drives into the box and. Maybe could have passed off to, to Christian, but you know decides to take a shot. Uh, I don't think he had a good angle, but then Tim Howard just kind of bungles it, and yep. Miguel ran like eight thousand yards. He saw it and ready to, like ready to clean clean up the mess. Miles away, beat like thirty guys to the ball yeah. and just slams it in. Uh, and so, and the first half, Minnesota were rampant. Yes. Uh, Alex Schieferdecker is on his plane on a plane to Rome uh, today, so that's why he's mm-hmm. not on the pod. And uh, he was like texting me, "This is this is the worst soccer team I've ever watched Co- about Colorado. Like they are a terrible, terrible team." And it's yeah. true, they were a terrible, terrible team. Um, but Minnesota didn't take its chances and score more in the first half, and they also. I, I, you know, said to uh, to the whoever was ne- I didn't know the guy next to me at the bar, but I was like, they've given up at least eight set pieces in this first half to Colorado. That's not gonna against the the former New Zealand coach, right? Who knows a thing or two about set pieces. So, and then the second half comes out, yeah, and is- Colorado changed itself and adapted and. Which we've were, seen before, right? Yeah, yeah, very similar to the uh, Sporting Kansas City game. Uh, they changed uh, changed how they were approaching the game, and then you know were had just a number of chances throughout that that first bit. But the the goal came in the fiftieth minute um, when Edgar Castillo. If you if you go back and watch the highlights, Edgar Castillo has. 30 yards around him with no one near him, yeah, um, either Miguel or Mears. I think it's probably Miguel's job to be on him at that point. Um, and then Miguel chases, runs out to to get him once the ball's out there and then just does it too lazily. He's just going to catch up to him. And then Castillo just takes it back on his right foot and shoots from distance. Yeah. And it was a great goal. And then now we're, now we're tied up. Um, and then, uh, do you want to take us through the the sixty fifth minute goal? Do sure. You, do, like, do you remember that well enough? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it starts with Quintero, gorgeous pass. Uh, Ibarra's cuts the defenders in half. Yeah, Ibarra's on the run, gets the run. Uh, at this point, keeper basically has to come out. Uh, um, I can Tim it? Howard. Howard, yeah. thank you. I was, I, all I could say was beard. Yeah, beard. yeah, beard, beard face, baldy beardo. <laughs> 
that's what he does. And so he comes out and just perfect pass right, right in front of him. And of course, Ibarra, as before, is running straight through a uh, hundred miles per hour and blast yeah. it right in. Well, oh, Ramirez this time. Ramirez, yeah, Ramirez. picks it up. I yeah, and, and blasts it in from like a foot out. Yeah. Um. Again, that's Darwin, Ibarra, and and Ramirez right. doing exactly what the you trifecta. want them to do. Um. But you know, after that, then uh, cut forward to seventy fourth so, minute. But once again, at this point, yeah. we've had the, the team has had two leads. Yeah. And have vanquished. <laughs> Two leads. Yeah. And so in the 74th minute, everyone should go back and rewatch this um, because this is the Brent Coleman slip and Joe Mason scores. But leading up to it, right. is, I swear to God, we were, the easiest goal. Yeah, I just we just we rewatched just it right it. before this yep. so we could just marvel. at This is literally the easiest goal I've ever seen. So they're, um, the rapid center back drives forward with the ball. Into our half, twenty yards with the ball. Yep, no pressure. And then no pressure, and then passes to Selshin Gats Gashi, Shel, whatever Gashi, <laughs> um, the the uh, who receives the ball, turns and passes with no pressure. No one is near him. Ibsen eventually runs ten yards to get close to him, but and stops. doesn't even get close. Doesn't stops. get close enough to pressure him. And then Joe Mason gets the ball. Brent Coleman falls over, and Joe Mason just puts up. I mean, it is. Uh, like Brent falling is just like heartbreaking and like oh man, oh. and he owned it too. Like he took responsibility for that. Yeah, and it just like, but it was the, it sucks. But the, like the Ibsen thing was ridiculous because I mean he easily could have at least knocked him around. Christian gone for a tackle, and Christian and Darwin could have could have like put pressure on the keeper. Yeah. I mean, but there's a the, the the playmaker for the Rapids. I know he came off the bench, but he still is a DP for them. He collects the ball with no one around him. Uh, 40 yards from yeah. goal and so uh, 30 yards from goal so it is just infuriating and then miguel tries to collect the ball uh loses his head ends up getting a red card uh what's his name price uh should have gotten a red card as well should've. or both should have gotten yellows the ref should have done way better um and that just Tough that break. kills the game uh the 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 game winner comes in the seventh minute of six minutes of stoppage time to but really, this is a team that, that should have... You have to be able to hold on to yeah. a, a result on the road. Um, they should have won the game. Against a but, terrible team. Yeah. A, against a team that can't score goals. And so... And in the end, they gave up 13 corners. Caramba. Mm. Uh, like, that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so, it's just kind of infuriating. I was I was listening to this on, uh, on 1500 on the radio. And... After that, uh, the second goal that we just got done talking about, I mean, you, you, they try to stay. I can't remember the cat's name that does the main play-by-play, but there, there was a, a drastic change in tone, even even with what they were trying to do. It's just like, oh, God, here we go again. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to belabor it because I'm just like... Yeah, uh, same, same. I'm, zen. I said... Yeah, I told you're trying the to Reuters stay zen. zen and, I am. Yeah, I, I'm... Uh, Missing Ibarra for the next match is probably the worst part about it. Um, losing to a, a, a garbage team is the worst part about it, actually. But Dallas is a team. Dallas at home is a, is a game that we could actually get something from. But without Miguel, it's be tough. I don't know. I do think that we will have Eric Miller back, and so we won't have Alexi Gomez, who's not a fullback in the least, yeah. back there. 
Um, Come on, Flamengo. But, I guess uh, vagabundo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get, get him out, yeah. And uh, we, I, I should say that um, uh, Jeff Reuter reported that there's gonna, there is another Ibarra on the way, mm. Ecuadorian left so, winger. Uh, and so that would come July 10th when the transfer window window opens, uh, assuming that'll, that that's happening. But the, I, I feel like I'm pretty good at uh, reading between the lines of what Jeff writes. And so it seems pretty, pretty guaranteed. I don't know. I, I think we, we can talk more about this in the, in the questions, in the Twitter questions. Um, sure. But we'll just say this. This Friday is the Dallas game. Uh, after the match, because this is the Pride match, uh, and so after the match, uh, the Dark Clouds and other supporters are hosting, and myself are hosting a Pride night at Townhouse Bar, which is uh, going to be the Black Heart of St. Paul. And um, so there's a Jock Jams themed uh, drag show. I don't know if they specifically did it because they heard, I don't know. Um, and usually a cover is five. Um, the cover, if you have your ticket sub or whatever, show it on your phone, is going to be two bucks, and those two bucks are going to go to Avenues for Homeless Youth, uh, which is a, a local charity. And so, um, yeah, so you should come out after the game, and that will be a blast. Cool. Uh, and yeah, that's going to be a straight run cool. from Latino All Rock, so I'll yeah. try and get the posse out there too. Great. Well, let's take a break, and we will uh, come back and do Twitter questions. All right, back on the 55-1 podcast. It is Twitter questions time. Uh, let, let's start with this. Um, Cornison de Meloon says, uh, other than making the playoffs, is there any measure that Heath Lagos can achieve in the rest of the year that would justify both of them having their jobs in 2019? This is, uh, you know, so get your brain in, in uh, Minnesota United mode. Rodrigo, uh, we lost twice in a week. Um, lost to Colorado and Sammy. Yeah. True. So, uh, so I, I would say like the, the pitch of Heath out seems to have gotten a lot more pronounced yep. from people. I don't, don't think I've seen it from in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Twitter and social media, all these things are not really good gauges of it, but um, it doesn't help. Voice- that Cisse is such a beautiful man and a great coach, too. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone's like, oh, what about that guy? <laughs> yep. Um, so, I, uh, yeah. other than making the playoffs, is there is there another rubric? Well, what what's going on with the rumors of signing that Ecuadorian player? Is that actually a rumor? Or I, is I that, think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. I, it's so we're going to have two Ibarras then. Double Ibarras. Double Ibarras. Double, double bars. Double bars. Switching wings. Double Ibarra. Sixteen. Sixteen hot bars. Um, yes. No, I I you know it's I really thought that this game mostly was like here's an opportunity where we can you know not be extremely bad and then somehow we end up blowing something that we were. We were good, you know, back in the you know a couple seasons ago when you had Batman, the Batman and uh, and Superman connection was was happening again. Usually, when that happens, we have a good result. But I just um, people are asking me about freaking Gomez playing left back and that and how is that going to work and how is that? And I'm like, and I and I'm like, I just don't see. He tried what, to dribble past a guy in our own third and gave up the ball. Not yeah. our own third, but our own half. 
And so I was just like that. But the thing, too, is that we played Sammy in that same position, too, a couple of times. Played him left back. Never starting him, though. No, no, but he came in, though, yeah. as, a, as a left back. Yeah, but I, I just I just don't. I, don't I, I just don't know if he has control of his whole team anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, I mean, have you ever seen Ibarra that, <laughs> that agitated, you know? And kudos to him for for standing up for himself and after being, you know, being the center of, of, of the offense and not having to, and then having to not be the, be, be the goat at the, at the, yeah. at the same time. So, um, I think, you know, after a loss is like the worst time to try to, um, gauge whether or not, uh, you know, Heath or Manny, uh, should lose their jobs or something. Um, but you can still kind of put it in, and this is the question I've basically asked every every week now: is uh, are are we better than we were last year? We've agreed that our team is better, even with the injuries. I think mm-hmm. our team. If you put looked at who, who started out there and compared them to Colorado, Edgar Castillo is the only player I would take on their team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just to a man. We were better, um, and we're better than last year. You know, I would say Alexi Gomez is still better than Bashkim Kadri, right? Uh, you right. know, um, so that's where it's just like we're not better. We're now, if you compare the fixtures, uh, we are two points behind where we were last year. Yep, and um, and that's where it's just like you know, like I said, a couple you know, month and a half ago, the team should have a contingency plan. Um, they don't need to pull the trigger soon but they should have their list and i'm sure they do have a list even when they're happy they should have a list of of short list of coaches um and i i don't know but the the question is is there any measure um i mean it's in the it's in the question i think if if they do make the playoffs that would be the saving grace for- yeah i still think um manny doesn't lose his job i, I don't see manny losing the job I, if anyone is replaceable it's it's, it's heath yeah uh, but I don't. I don't see it happening. I mean, uh, as much as we 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 might not want to agree with it, this is without you know um, having Cabo in it, uh, in in play, and also with this new signing. Hopefully, within who knows. We we haven't yet seen, uh, you know, taking the first initial raft of like panic. We need to get some players. Look at these Scandinavians. We haven't seen flops. No. Um. We've seen some things that are like not optimal. Tyrone Mears is one of the only signings in the offseason. Come on. Um, so, you know, Alexi Gomez, but also he's alone. So, he's alone. Uh, and I don't think Alexi would have been getting as much play if we had Finley and Molino, right? Right, so, right. Of course. I don't I don't think so, you make that 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 trade on this. I, I think I think both both should be in the hot seat though. So, um, so this is from David Smith. Approving of VAR, strong opinions about how many slots a federation gets for next World Cup, complaining about Vuvuzelos, uh, being Landon Donovan. Please up- update Dante's vision of hell by telling us which level and punishment each offense should merit. Anyone have any have any uh, punishments? Wait, please? wait, hold on. Let's let's go through the list. This is of course, going through Dante's vision of hell. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. That's a great approving VAR <laughs> punishment for approving VAR is this for MLS then? No, for the this is all World Cup. World oh, World Cup. Cup. Okay. Oh god. Complaining yeah. about Vuvuzelas is is the is, is the least is yeah, the least. Yeah. So that you just have people 
doing vuvuzelas in your mm. ear nonstop. Yeah, or actually yeah. just putting a bee, a bee in your ear. That's right. Um, uh, approving of VAR, like what? It, what do you mean? Like that's us, just usage? Like, yeah, usage just, of just AR? discussion about uh, about VAR, I, I believe. That's just no, I don't, I don't, that Is punishment that the, for that. The least worse. Yeah, I think Your so. Next, next worse. And the then, Donovan one is though very, it's very specific. I think being that being being Landon Donovan should be the biggest punishment out of. Yeah, because that sounds like something TLC would pick up, right? Being Landon Donovan. Yeah. Like someone's gonna pick up. But like lifetime I, is gonna I, pick I up. To with dis- it. I have to disagree. But, I, th- I think the whole adding all these other teams is is the is the farthest circle of hell. Okay. All right. But being Landon Donovan, the punishment is being Landon Donovan. Right. So right. 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 Got that. right. Uh, um, VAR discussions. Yeah, I think are, are probably next beyond that. Um, uh, y- you know what? You have to explain VAR VAR to your mother-in-law. Yeah. Is the punishment for that yeah, one? That's true. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the, the opinions about the, the uh, drawing sweeping conclusions uh, about uh, World Cup qualification from uh, the, the Panama blowout. That was right. the big thing, so right? Because all the English media versus the American media, uh, CONCACAF media versus uh, the, the dummy English uh, media. Oh, yeah, that was really dumb. Thanks, David, for taking us to that. Uh, hell. The punishment for that, though, is... Um, being M- Miguel Delaney, that English guy, <laughs> uh, Irish guy. Sorry, uh, uh, W Baron Four says, "If love is red, what color is apathy?" Also interested <laughs> in sadness and despair. Thanks. Perfect. <laughs> Beige. Okay, I was going to say, gonna say maroon, but you know, um, and then just none more black. Um, so. Uh, Ben McKenzie says, I thought my admiration for uh, Ira- the Iran de- defender, mm. um, I do not know how to say his name. Mm. I don't want to. Purlaganji? Sure. Purlaganji? Was beyond words. Dare I hope for an interpretive dance section? I, I don't know. Did you guys notice him as, at all? Is he that? Is he the one with the hair that, that's like up? I mean, they're all supermodels. So, I mean. I know. Well, yeah, you just want to talk. Let's do this. Yeah. They're beautiful. What are you going to do? She, the she, best she, she has in the been world. very clear on this. She's very excited. She was very excited for the uh, the Portuguese Iran match, and it had nothing but, to do uh, with the game. They oh, got the best the best hair in the whole freaking tournament. I swear, Where, they got their barber like must be like I'm on saying. call or in the room or whatever. I mean, I think that um, what's his, what's the keeper's name? Ben Iranvan, I think that guy's gonna land a good job. He's gonna he's gonna get picked up by a good club. Yeah, I think. Maybe in another podcast we can start talking about yeah. who poor, think we're going to get. Poor Laganji plays in Iran, so you know for for a, a club team. So I imagine someone will come take a look at him. I was heartbroken though. I was I was really hoping that they could pull off that kind of an upset. It was it was sad. I had a lot banking on that. So. Yeah. Well, my my Iranian friend was actually at the house yesterday too, and she was. I could say this on the podcast because this has already happened now, but she actually took the day off. Lisa, my wife, is her boss. It was just like. I just need a, a personal day. Yeah, she was at Brits all day. <laughs> uh, Keenan Humphrey says, uh, I like the rant. Oh, this is, I ranted last night about people responding to the game and kind of... Anyway, he said, uh, um, I'm excited for Allianz Field like everyone else, but how longer can we use that as the make, main focal point of the franchise and not the actual product on the field? Or all the garbage social media from the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I feel like I'm, it's like gaslighting all the time. Like, you guys know there's problems everywhere, right? Because everything I see on Twitter and Facebook is like, ha ha, look how cute this is, or hee hee, everything's great. Everything is awesome. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's what it is. The stadium is no like I can't see. Of course they're gonna they're gonna pump that up, especially when their team is bad. Um, but I, I don't think that the team is not trying to get better there, even through signings or whatever. So uh, I don't. But whether or not that they can do it, like everyone knows that Manny wants to make killer signings and Heath wants to. Uh, put out a team and and have some amazing tactics that will just destroy other teams. He right? wants to put out Everton. All of them, yeah, all of them like want to be doing that, and yeah, and, you know, it's uh, whether or not like are they succeeding about it. Yeah. Uh, I, but um, may, but maybe like for for fans, I think there's a lot of people who are just like, can we get to next year and then be good? Uh, I mean, there's still question about will we be good next year? You know, yeah. right? I mean, if everyone returns. And it's healthy, and we don't have any more injuries. I think it's, I think it puts us in, in the spot in the right to start to start right. But who well, knows? I mean, with with who's going to stay, who's not going to stay, who are we going to pick up, who we're we not, uh, yeah. what more loans are going to come in, um, you know, who's which players are at the end of their contract. Uh, all these things will, will come into into play, and then, um, but. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think anyone tries to fail, right? Like to be a failure when they, when they're trying to put a team together with all that stuff. I think it's just. I just want some kind of recognition of of accepting that this is the soft open. You know what I'm saying? Just be upfront about it and be like, yeah, we didn't have it together. We blew the first year and we kind of threw it together a little bit better for the second year. But if, yeah, we're waiting for the stadium. Well, I mean, cool. I can accept that. But like, but like trying to to pretend like everything's fine and everything's awesome is just like. It, it, it's insulting. I mean, it feels for, for us to know the game and we've been watching the game forever for decades. It's like, come on. I we, think we, what has actually upset me more is the way in which um, the team is kind of uh, people throughout the team, staff, whatever players um, are kind of retreating because of the poor results. And there is a, um, like, for example, in Colorado, we had 80, 80, traveling supporters there and only I think uh um oh, mike brandis who this. lives there uh like had a count of here like the five it was like heath and then like five players six players uh came over and acknowledged the fans and like that's pretty crappy yeah. right i mean th- there are th- there and that happened in preseason as well and they were called out like in years past that kind of stuff happens right especially after a bad game but um, you know, I remember a preseason game where uh, I was in in Portland. I was in the media area, so I didn't notice that the team didn't go over and acknowledge the thirty or forty fans who were there. And I kind of brought it up to Carl Craig, and he um, was really mad. You know, he was like, he apologized. Jamie Watson apologized. Like lots of people came out, and there is the there's. You know, the team is getting bigger, right? Uh, you know, more bigger stars, right? Um, but it's also becoming way more um, protect, lashing out and protective. You can see that in kind of Calvo and Heath acting like children. Um, and to not acknowledge those fans, that's the, that's the problem for me where it's just right. like, there's a, there's a locker room problem uh, 
that that's going on. Uh, there, there's a lack of motivation. You're giving up goals in the first 15 minutes of just about every game. That is a problem. Like that's a motivation problem. And so those are the things that that really, really irk me more. That um, you know we should have a USL team, sure, and that we don't have one because the team is the stat like that part of the office is way too focused on the stadium. Yes. But that's not the end of the world. The, these other things are, really bug me. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, well, on that note, really uh, uplifting. Uh, so this Friday after the game, come out to Townhouse uh, for the um, Pride celebration. Uh, and then Saturday morning, I will be slanging uh, coffee and beer and... Uh, they're gonna scare me like I did something. What I do? Fruit <laughs> Ten to eleven, right on Saturdays, and then oh yeah, ten to eleven. Yeah, put us up on the bar, man. Minnesota football show. Well, the game was on at the bar, so I'm not gonna put your radio show on <laughs> while the game is. On. Doesn't love you that much. We have the game on the radio show, though. That's what we've been doing. Nah, I, I understand. Okay, good. As long as you actually understand. <laughs> I do. I do. All right. Thank you, everyone, uh, and we will uh, we'll see you here or see you at the game or talk to you next week.